News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now the time is eight minutes past seven. The Ukrainian army has recaptured a village in the southern front from Russian forces in the Donetsk region, in the Donetsk region as it ramps up its counter-offensive. And Paul Rogers, Emeritus Professor of Peace Studies at Bradford, joins us now. Um, Paul, is this significant? Is, is this just an over and back or is Ukraine making actual inroads through that Russian defence? It's extremely difficult to say. I think the indications are that the Ukraine is making some advances. It has been a huge cost. Uh, and over the last several weeks, they've been trying to probe the areas of relatively, relative weakness on the Russian side. And they seem to be trying now to head down towards um, the coast, probably somewhere between Melitopol, which is really quite close to Crimea in a way, and Berdyansk, which is farther to the east. It's not clear which way. Their aim actually is not sort of to win the war. I think nobody believes that is remotely possible. But what they want to do is to cut the, the Russian land bridge, which really allows the Russians more or less permanent access through to Crimea. Yeah. By land. The alternative, of course, is that bridge, the Kash Bridge, but that has already been damaged several times and it is just not safe, even though it was built originally four or five years ago uh, to actually make it easier to have an alternative route into, into uh, essentially into Crimea. And I think the aim is if they could do that, it's a major advance for Ukraine, and they may then be able to move to some sort of negotiated settlement. Nobody really believes that they're winning the war in the yeah, normal sense. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you. If, you, as you say, there is no likelihood of, of a war-winning scenario here, then the end game likely is a negotiated settlement. Something deeply unpalatable to Ukraine, to Zelensky and to the Ukrainian fighters, really? Yes, at least that is what they say in public. In private, I think it's very different because they're quite realistic. The situation ever since about the first month into this war has been a very violent and dangerous stalemate in that uh, the Ukrainians will not be allowed to lose this war. NATO has far too much riding on it. And if anything, they've been making progress. The Russians, on the other hand, are not prepared to lose it. And if need be, they will threaten escalation to chemical or even nuclear weapons. It's possible, but re only remote at the moment. So at some stage, it has to be done by talk. Mm -hmm. And that's very difficult for the Ukrainians, considering the huge losses that they've suffered, the bombings of cities and the rest. Uh, but that is the situation. They are at least in the position whereby they can face down a, a much more powerful country, and that is with very considerable NATO support. Putin is retaining support in Russia for the time being, and in other diplomatic fronts, uh, the Russians are actually making some progress, particularly in their relations with a number of African countries. Uh, so it's a very mixed picture, but the reality is I don't think we're away yet from that terrible violent stalemate, if one wishes we were. No, and the notion of, of neither side being able to win is, is, is a dangerous notion, isn't it? Because, because of what either side might do in such circumstances. Can I ask you about um, Ukrainian agriculture? The, the Russians have been escalating its efforts to, to cripple the agricultural infrastructure. What is the likelihood of coming from that in terms of grain exports, in terms of feeding the Ukrainians themselves? Is that an issue? I don't think feeding Ukrainians themselves is an issue because uh, it is a very rich country agriculturally. I mean, it is regarded as something of a breadbasket and it has been for sort of many, many decades. Uh, there is a considerable disruption. What the Russians are trying to do, I think, is to use um, their control of that part of the Black Sea 
to hugely limit the exports. It's one area where they sort of do score quite well uh, in sort of crude economic terms. Yeah, Another, form, of course, is on, on energy a, as well. A form of leverage, of course, for the Russians. Listen, yeah. thank you so much for speaking to us this morning, Paul. Paul, that is Paul Rogers there, Emeritus Professor of Peace Studies at Bradford University. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.